Welcome back to InPod, your home for all things inflow. I'm your host, Nick Sweeney. And this week, I think it's really important that I talk about backing up your systems and making sure that you've got good, valid backups. And I say this for a couple of reasons. One, everybody knows backups are really important because in a worst case scenario, what are you going to do to make sure that you're safe, that you've got good data, that you're not going to have any problems restoring from where you are? And the second reason is that we've all been working virtually, at least a lot of us have been working virtually in the last year. And it can be kind of hard from an IT perspective to know that you're your colleagues and the people that are working with you on the engineering side in particular, you know, they're working on their local network. Well, is everything safe there? You know, you make sure they connect to a VPN, but how can you make sure that they're always going to be perfectly safe? How do you know that their kid's not going to use it for a project and accidentally open up a, a sketchy website and infect your data? We want to make sure that you're always going to be safe with your backup so that if something does happen, you're not going to lose any amount of work, that it's just going to be, okay, well, we'll just restore from last night's backups. We're okay. We lost 20 minutes worth of work. It sucks, but sometimes we need to do that. So this week, I wanted to really dive into it, talk about backups, the general procedures, what's really important. And to do that, I've brought Joe Frank from the solutions team, one of my colleagues. I've brought him back onto the podcast so that we can really dig into this. So without further ado, I'm going to jump into my discussion about backups with Joe Frank. This week, I wanted to talk more about backups because I think backups are one of the most important things we can do. So I decided that I wanted to bring in one of the guys that's on my team. He's been on the podcast before, but he's got a lot of experience with this and he's got a lot of good stories. So Joe Frank, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to InPod. Thank you, Nick. Good talking to you today. Looking forward yeah. to it. Yeah, we've, we've got a lot of meetings today, so this is like the first of three or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it but, is. <laughs> but I'm glad to bring you in on the podcast because you've got a lot of good stories here and a lot of really good practical experience, like why are backups important? Obviously, I think anybody listening to this podcast understands, hey, data is kind of important. It's important that you've got good data and that you're not going to walk in one morning and not have it. So... With all of these different systems that we have, I wanted to talk a little bit about, first off, Solid's PDM, because that's the one tool, like you and I overlap on that a lot. We both work on it constantly. People are calling us saying, hey, what's best practice? I want to talk about what do we do for backups with PDM? What should we be doing for best practices? And then I'm going to hit on a little bit of like 3D experience and some of the hosted options. But I guess starting off, Joe, let's talk a little bit about SolidWorks PDM and, and the fact that. I guess from a high level, we have to worry about three basic components whenever we're doing any kind of backup of PDM. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Those three pieces of a, of a PDM backup, um, as, as you and I well know, is the, the first one is the getting into the database side of things, the SQL side, as we like to call it, and that is doing a full backup of the database. Notice I said a full backup. We don't want a partial. We don't want an incremental. You want a full backup. That's part one. Part two is the, the brick and mortar, as I like to call it. That's the really heavy lifting part. That's the archive server. And, and to us lay people, that's all the CAD files themselves, as you and I know, it's in the, the hexadecimal folders, the, what are they, 15 folders, zero through nine and eight through F, I think. I think so. Yeah, so that's the second big chunk. Um, and then the third piece of the puzzle that really brings it all home is what we call the archive server settings. So if you grab a copy of the database and you grab a copy of what's in the archive and you grab those archive server settings, you have the three pieces of the puzzle to be able to restore a PDM environment successfully. And what I think is important to note there, like everybody thinks about, okay, we've got our SQL, 
and we've got the physical files, that's it, right? The settings are what's really going to matter, though, because without those settings, we don't really have a way of connecting our users. We don't have the settings behind the scenes. Like, it's really important that we have those settings in addition to the archive and the SQL, because, yeah, that's the physical data, but we need the settings behind the scenes. Otherwise, it's just data. Well, that's true. And then don't forget there's that famous, you know, the intervals in the sequence, because I know a lot of people um, think, well, I have a copy of the database and it might be two months old, or I have a copy of the archive that's the opposite. Well, they both kind of want to be together. I don't want to find that I've got files in the archive that the database doesn't know anything about or vice versa. Uh, you know, we want them both and to I, think. I, I hate to say it, but, you know, we, we've seen people that have had that issue. And like, it, yeah, yeah. It, it's unfortunate, but you and I both have seen and anybody that's flipped on the news has seen somebody that's dealt with backup issues or issues where there was a breach in their data. And we need to make sure that we've got good, valid backups, which we'll hit on the validation here in a minute, because I think that beyond having backups, you got to make sure they work, because if they don't work, well, then you're not really doing anything with your backups in the first place. But it's so important that we have these backups for the peace of mind, like every IT person. <laughs> It, it's funny. You and I talk about it like oh, they're, they're always so nervous. They have so many questions like, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Because it's their job. It's their job to worry about this worst case scenario. And, and we have to be thinking about that for them, making sure that, yes, we are sure that you're in a good place here and that you have everything that you need in the event of a worst case scenario. Well, it, it, you know, you... <laughs> As you know me, a few gray whiskers, and and I could I could tell you some stories, you know. And, and it seems like modern day times, some of these stories are so sinister and evil sounding, and we hear about the ransomwares and the virus attacks, and and yet I'll, I'll paint myself with some age. I remember the days when it was nine track reels, you know, and and the the days of you know having an occasional issue with you know back then it was a magnetic media, it was a physical media. <laughs> so, yeah, you're laughing because you're going, you probably saw that on one of those TV shows, you know, black and white show where they had those old reel-to-reel machines <laughs> the biggest things that my, my dad told the story on the first time he was ever on the podcast i think it was the first time of some guy that tried to do a server move and he had to like move the physical server which included the reels. so like he pushed it across the street and interrupted the backups because you know everything was moving he didn't switch the servers off like he connected batteries to it oh, hilarious my. story but that's where my mind went instantly like okay yeah well, it does I happen. It, 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 you know, I, I was talking to a couple of coworkers when we were both sharing our, 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 the three or four of us were sharing our age and we were talking about those old reel-to-reels. And you, know, you can make all the best backups in the world, but if you got a bunch of old CRT monitors, and, and again, I'm talking the big ones, you know, that used to, oh, I got a big monitor. It might be 12, 18 inches squared. Yeah, it's three feet deep. It takes a truck to move it. <laughs> But that poor thing's making a, a thing called a magnetic field. And, you know, it happens to be that there's a whole row of them in accounting on the other side of the wall of where we happen to be hanging all of our tape backups. And we can't figure out why our tapes are lasting for about a week or so in the row that's supposed to be weekly. About the time we get back around to Monday, we notice some of them are wiped. And we're like, well, what's going on? We're randomly seeing a, a media issue. Or do we have a problem with the heads that are writing? And no, we have to be, you know, cognizant of the surroundings. But, you know, yes, it's you can laugh about it. it it's old days and, you know, dealing with the old tapes and things like that. Uh, but it still comes down to that same thing, which, you know, like, you know, leads us into our second topic. Mm hmm. Yeah, it leads us right into we got to validate those backups. And to anybody wondering, wow, Joe, that's a pretty detailed story. Could that be real? Yeah, it's real. Uh, he was telling me about it right before we jumped on. 
basically be careful of your surroundings and you need to be careful of these surroundings. And the only way you're going to know if you have a problem is if you test your backups, if you verify your backups, because you can take backups every day. You can take backups every hour if you want. But what happens if they don't work? And it's so important that we verify these backups that you verify I've got good settings. Uh, my SQL database, it's not just backing up the differential. We're actually getting what we're supposed to. You know, we've got that schedule running every 24 hours. Backup now, backup now. We want to make sure that we've got good, consistent backups. We want to make sure that, you know, we don't have corrupt archive files. We need to verify these backups consistently. And Joe, one of the things that I really liked from 3D Experience World, this was something that uh, was brought up on one of the sessions I went to. When you're verifying your backups, people talk about, well, you know, what am I supposed to do with these verified backups? Why not spin it up as a test environment? Because it's a perfect copy of your environment. In a good world where you've got good backups, you have a perfect copy of your environment that you can then start making tests on. Maybe you've got a workflow you want to try. Maybe you want to uh, try out this new add-in. Maybe you're writing something up. Exactly. You've got all of this flexibility. You are exactly right. That flexibility and that, and it's funny you say that, Nick, because um, I know of a handful of customers, and, and I say only a handful that actually do communicate with us, uh, you know, once a year or twice a year to say, "Hey, um, we want to do just that. We want to do that mock recovery." But then it hits them. Well, my production environments running my serial number for PDM, how do I do that in a mock environment? So they'll communicate with us and we'll work with SOLIDWORKS and we'll take care of that need. And it's specifically for exactly that. And, and you and I both know that when we're spinning up a test environment, getting ready to do an upgrade, uh, we're doing just that. We're doing the same thing, but we're doing it from the current production environment. And, and maybe that's where some customers say, well, no, I could do that that backup and validate that backup process at the same time I'm doing my year-over-year upgrades. But yeah, we're used to it. And I have to say it's less customers than more. And, and I'd like to hope that most of our customers are very proficient at it. But I'll be the first one to admit in prior life, and this is a little newer story than the old nine-track tapes. Um, I remember when they were, I think they were called DAT tapes. They were little eight millimeter things about the size of a deck of playing cards. You could put them, you know, it seems like in my mind, it was a few gig of media you could put in your shirt pocket. And we just thought that was cool. We could back up the entire, you know, four or five Katia systems were all running on, on a server and we could back that thing up to one tape. And I remember the boss was always so astute to every day at about 5 o'clock, we were all starting to clear out. He'd make sure that that nightly tape was stuck in that machine because he knew somewhere later in the evening that thing was going to start blinking its green light and make the backups. And once in a while, he'd be working late and he'd see it blinking and he knew what it was doing. Well, then we needed that backup. And it was failed because we didn't do a disaster recovery. And he lit, I'll never forget, he stood up in a conference room, mattered in a snot and said, well, then what was the darn light blinking green for all evening long? What was it writing? A bunch of zeros? <laughs> and he was right. He said, look, I made sure this tape was in every night. That's what you guys told me to do. And the machine sat there blinking like it was doing something. And that's when the guy said, well, we don't know what happened. The commands we were pushing weren't working. So, hey, at least we caught it. And, you know, it was only a few months in that we happened to be doing a recovery. In that particular case, I don't think it was a big disaster. They had one machine that was acting up. And they said, well, let's see if we can go get some backups and not worry about a couple of the files that are corrupted. So, yeah, you're right. Doing that recovery, you just, you know, do that mock. You never know. We want to do that mock recovery. And I think the other part of this, so Joe, you're talking about this little tape and it's being stuck in that machine every night. Well, you and I were talking before 
you know, what happens if you keep your backups on site? Like people want to say, well, as long as it's offline, then we're okay. Like if you take an SSD, you back up your whole vault to it, and then you just unplug it. Well, technically, you should be safe from like a, a virus, in theory. But are you safe from a hurricane, from a flood, a tornado, a fire? Yeah. You're not. Yeah, and you, you are dead right about that one. And it, that's one of the scariest things because you can have the best backups in the world. If they get destroyed, you're in a lot of trouble. So, Joe, you were saying that, you know, you guys would take your backups home. So it's, IT would say, all right, it's your turn to take it. You take it with you. And, you know, back when it was those tapes, yeah, that was you had to load them into the back of a truck and then drive them home. Well, now you can get a, a flash drive that holds a terabyte of data. So it's not that hard to take it off site. Just take it, put it in a safe somewhere. Heck, if your company's got like a safe deposit box, put it in that, put it in something well, like that to keep it safe. You hit the nail on the head. You know, I, 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 could, I could cotton to a customer that said, well, we didn't lose anything terrible. But he said, you know, we've had bad luck. And I said, well, what happened? He said, I've had a fire and I've had a tornado in the same year in the same building. He goes, not funny. And he said, thank goodness for offsite backups. And, and, you know, when you and I were talking about that, I flashed to those folks in Texas. And I think, mm. you know, we all have turned on the news and seen what Texas went through this winter with yeah. power outages. And, and when you talk to anybody you know that, that has relatives down there, everybody has a common thread. Well, it got cold, the pipes froze, water went everywhere. How many companies came back to finding the server room flooded? You know, how many people came back to find, you know, ceiling pipes that busted open and the water just, it's that silent killer that just sits there pumping water down all over everything. Yeah, and one of the other guy, one of the guys on our, eh, one of the other guys on our team, uh, Mike King, he's been on the podcast before, and he used to work at, at a company that had global offices all over the place. And he said one day they came in and they found out one of their offices uh, in in another country, I don't remember which one exactly, had a pipe burst overhead and it flooded their whole server room. Well, if they don't have offsite backups, and I don't remember if they did, but if they didn't have offsite backups, well, that server room is dead. And if those backups were being kept in that server room, you don't have backups anymore, at least not ones that work. <laughs> See, I'll date myself because that takes me back. And some of the older folks listening to this would appreciate it. That takes me back to that old Bill Cosby phrase. And when he was doing his stand up stuff, he said, how long can you tread water? <laughs> he asks the hard drive. <laughs> yeah, you flood a server room and a lot of things can take a lot of beat and you just got to dry them out. But uh, I'm not so sure those uh, those hard drives are going to take it. <laughs> And I guess I do want to say, because as I'm sitting here thinking about what we're talking about, it sounds dark. It sounds scary. And yeah. Joe, Joe, the only reason we're talking about this is because we don't want to have people talk to us and say, hey, we have an issue where we didn't have backups. What can you do to get us back online? We never like those conversations. It's awful because, you know, our hearts go out to those people that they lose data because, you know, someone's going to get in trouble for this versus if you've got good backups, you might lose an hour or two of work. Okay. It sucks. It's disappointing, but we can get back online within within a day. No harm, no foul. We'll, we'll we'll recover from this. No issue. If your latest backup, though, so we're recording this on March twenty fourth. If your latest backup is from March twenty fourth of twenty twenty, you're losing a year of data. So it's so important that we do this, and and we're doing this. We we hope that this will be a preventative measure that people will hear this and go, uh, you know what? We should really talk to IT, make sure we've got good backups. Because the more preventative measures, Joe, you said it earlier, an ounce of 
prevention is worth a pound of cure. <laughs> yeah, I did say that. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I have to say for the people listening that don't know the procedures, don't know the policies, don't know what's being done. The engineers like you and I do like I used to do. The guys in IT, yes, a lot of them are busy, especially in light of COVID and everybody working virtually. We can't just say, okay, I'm going to take a coffee break and I'm going to walk over and say hi. Go over and say hi to them. Pick up the phone and say hi to them. Uh, Usually, they're proud to talk about their environment. They're proud to talk about that server room. It's their baby. And if you just say, hey, I learned something on a podcast, and I'm curious, how do we do this? What do we do? They're usually very much positive and open-ended about saying, well, this is how we do this. Thank you for caring. Thank you about wondering about that intellectual property you work on every day. This is what we do to back it up and keep it safe and secure for you. And if there are things, so like IT is going to have a lot of different solutions. You know, we hear customers all the time say, well, we've got our machine stored virtually, which is going to tie into something else here in a second. We, we use virtual machines. So what if we just take nightly snapshots? Snapshots are generally okay. Now there are shortcomings to it. You know, what if you take a snapshot in the middle of an upload? Well, that's not really going to help you because that file probably isn't going to come through quite the right way. Right. There are a lot of different ways that people do backups. And I do want to point out, and I will, I'll link to this in the description of the podcast. We have a blog out there. I just refreshed the links in it and updated some of the images. Uh, got that pushed back out last week. It talks all about the anatomy of the backup. And it runs through a lot of what Joe and I are talking about with what are the three important parts of the backup? What are the bare minimum requirements? Because Joe, what you and I are talking about, it's great and it should get people started. But by no means should this be, well, if we do exactly what they're saying, this is perfect. It's not. You need to do what's right for you. You know, do you need daily backups? Do you need weekly backups? You need to work with your IT, work with your administrators and understand how frequently do we need this and how often do we need to validate our backups? Please validate your backups. That's that's really, really important. Absolutely. You hit the nail on the head. It's like when we all jump in a car to make that long trek to spring break. Do we just jump in it and go? Well, hopefully not. Hopefully we change the oil, check the air in the tires and make sure that everybody's loaded up, ready to go. Uh, But you're absolutely right. Everybody's story is different. Everybody's needs is different. Are we a large global organization? You know, IT is probably doing an awful lot and engineering just doesn't know and doesn't need to know. But again, I say the same thing. As an engineer, you're listening to this, you you want to know, um, talk to IT, ask them. You know? But if you're a smaller organization, you know, pick up the phone, you know, talk to us, mm-hmm. ask tech support. You know, we, we can maybe guide That's why we're you. Here. Yeah, exactly. It's why we're here. We don't want to, we'll always take your call when you're in a pickle, but we'd rather talk to you beforehand and, and guide you through a process where there's no teeth gnashing and, and tears because we're going, how, how much data was lost? It's easier for for you, the listener, and for us, the people that are helping you, if you're saying, we want to be ahead of the curve versus we are having the worst day of the year, help us. Yeah. We don't, yeah, we'll help you if you need us, but we hope it doesn't get to that. Yeah. And sadly, sadly heard a few of those this year. And, and, and as you and I all know, it's we're scrambling in our in our chats saying, okay, who's, who's chasing this? Who's chasing that? What are we doing? You know, <laughs> got to get these guys back online. Yeah. And I guess I want to talk about some options now for how you can do this, because not everybody's going to have a full-blown IT department. Again, it is just these three things that we've talked about. I think you can schedule all three of those backups even. So it's not even something you really have to think about. But with the last year, everybody is talking about virtual and what can they do. The 3D Experience platform is gaining traction. And I, I've been on a couple of calls about that just this week. People want to know, you know, what can we do? How secure is our data? 
I like cloud-based environments and I like them for a couple of reasons. We talked about offsite environments uh, or offsite backups because, you know, what happens if your current system goes down? Well, if you've got a good third-party cloud department or uh, cloud provider, they're going to have backups all throughout different data centers. So they'll have it in one data center, but that's being replicated to another data center. So they've got multiple backups. You can get rolling backups and be able to do something like that. They're going to take snapshots of your machines as well. Having a third-party IT department, having a cloud-based system even, it's going to make your life so much easier. I'm not saying you have to do that by any means, but if you want to go that way, it should give you some peace of mind knowing that even though this is cloud and I'm not physically touching these backups every day, you can still validate it. They're going to take these backups. They'll, they might take the differential sometimes, so you might want to make sure that it's not only the differential, but you've got your options with that. And same thing with 3D experience. It's a cloud-based system, so Dassault is going to be taking those backups. They're going to have them in their data centers. I can't remember how long they keep those backups, but they keep them and they're going to be validated so that if something happens tomorrow, tomorrow being Thursday, and you need to go back to what happened on, or what you had on Monday or, or Wednesday in a better world, you can do that with these backups. That's what's really important is that you have a contingency plan. What if is the question that we have to keep asking ourselves. And, you know, we don't want to because it's a dark, scary conversation. But if we don't have to have that conversation of we've lost everything, what are we going to do? then you're going to appreciate setting up your backups and and knowing that they're effective. Exactly. There are options out there. Ask the questions. Questions are the biggest thing. Joe, we answer, that's like our job. Really, it should be uh, question answer master. So that should really be our job titles. (laughs) Yeah, we do get a lot of them. We do get a lot of them, but you you hit the nail on the head. Come to us on the front end of that curve. We don't, you know, we'll talk to you on either side, regardless of how the problems are occurring. But uh, we all want to be on that front side of that curve, tackling these problems with good ideas and good intentions and good validations rather than on the back end saying, "Uh uh-oh. Nobody wants to answer the phone here. I have a problem. Yeah. So yeah. so let, let's get ahead of that. Let's not have to worry about doing that ever again. So, Joe, I think that's everything I wanted to talk through. I just wanted to really go through what is it to have a backup and why is it so important? I know we don't need to tell people like why is it important to have a backup, but I think it's important to keep in mind this can happen to anybody. Uh, it, it's easy enough to say, well, it'll never happen to me. But what if? And mm-hmm. we want to be in front of that. And, and Joe, I think we really covered what's important here for backing up your PDM environment. What components do you need? You need those three main components, your, your archive server, your database server, as well as the archive server settings. And you need to make sure that you've got good, consistent backups. How frequently you do it, that's up to you, the customer. That's up to you, the PDM administrator. But having good backups, consistent backups, and knowing that they're going to work for you in the event you have to, or if you just want to spin up a test environment and understand how's it going to work. You want to make sure it's going to be good. So please, 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 I I will say it on any call you ever get on with me. Please, please, please have a good backup because we want to know that we're safe no matter what happens. Exactly, Nick. You hit the nail on the head right there. I'm driving a lot of nails today, I think. There you go. You're a carpenter. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it. Well, Joe, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Uh, Impod listeners, I, I hope you got a lot out of this. And I hope that, like Joe said, you can pick up the phone, call up your IT and go, hey, uh, I just listened to this amazing podcast with Joe Frank and Nit Sweeney. I want to ask what our PDM backup plan is. How are we doing this? Call them up, ask them about it. And if you have any questions about it, 
feel free to call Inflow if we're your reseller or call your local reseller, ask questions because we all want the best for you guys. We want you to have a good environment that's not going to run into any issues. So that's all I've got for this week. Thank you all so much for joining me and I will talk to you guys next week. See ya.